Welcome to New Mommy at 40, a honest, informative, and non-judgmental podcast for those navigating to and through parenthood in their 40s. Today's episode is life after having a baby in the 40s with my friend Mary Beth Pickard. We recorded this last year, so it's a little bit of a throwback to her mothering experience in the first year of her child's life. I think it's an important perspective to have of how you can make your child fit within the framework that you've created all these years and still have a full, full life and motherhood experience. But before we get started, leave a review wherever you're listening to this right now and follow, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. All right, here we go. It didn't happen in my 20s. Who cares? Now I've got all this fancy wisdom. Hey, I've got this baby, you're getting the best of me Cause I'm a new mommy at 40 (laughs) Today's episode, like I said in the intro, was actually recorded last year So now Mary Beth's child's over too But I really wanted to get the perspective of someone right in the thick of it And what I loved about her interview was how she and her partner have really pretty much maintain their life prior to baby and have found a way to be a family by creating a space for her in their lives. You'll see what I mean. Mary Beth. Hi. I am so happy to see you because you, you're just one of these people that, um, if, if you've ever guys, if you're listening, if you ever meet someone who you just like, Oh, I love that energy. And I love the, this person. And you just want to see them over and over again. And then life just gets in the way schedules don't line up. But whenever you meet, it's like, it feels like you haven't lost too much time, except you have a whole kid now and a relationship. <laughs> so in a, in a way, we have a lot to catch up on. How are you doing? Doing well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Baby is uh, 16 months old now, almost 16 months. Wow. And uh, she was born Christmas Day 2020. Wow. And she's the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. I know. Congratulations. You know what we were talking about before um, as we were getting ready for this, what I was sharing with you, Mary Beth, is that I wanted to get the perspective of someone who's like, got in the trenches, just still kind of with a with a little baby. Uh, Because everyone else has, you know, kids that are like full grown toddlers. So you're still in that. Is she walking? She is. Yeah, she started around uh, 14 months. So. Oh, yeah. So no more putting on tummy time and go taking that shower. (laughs) No, yeah, that's not an option. She wants to join me at all times. Yeah, which is (laughs) which is lovely. But you'll see. Uh, Yeah, it's the best. I I had that look on my face too at 15 months. It was the best. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I had that look. (laughs) Once you get to like um, like 24, and you're like, oh my goodness, I really can't move without you being with me, which is a beautiful thing. Except you know when you have to you know use the bathroom, take a shower, those kinds of things. It's funny. Yeah. Um, Yeah. When but you I know of you is a very free spirited you're also a flight attendant as we've had a few uh, friends on the show so and that being my background too I know flying for me was just like freedom just wherever you want to go so when did this gel for you when that you thought okay I want something different like is it something that you looked for in terms of a relationship were you at a space where it's time or did it just find you a little bit of both, really. Um, being a flight attendant for 16 years now, I guess it was 14 years when I uh, uh, found out we were having the baby. <laughs> I, uh, I I had always kind of wanted to be a mom, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just the experience, family, the chaos, the love, all of that. I've always wanted it, but I never made it a priority in my life. I said, if it's meant to happen, it will happen. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to happen. It won't happen. And my life is fine without kids. It's fine. If I didn't have a baby, I love her so much. But if I didn't have her, I always say, I'd be fine. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> be traveling, COVID notwithstanding. Um, but anyway, I I did always kind of want to be a mom. And I did always want a little girl. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Well, good. I'm glad she well. didn't disappoint you already. 
day one disappointment. No, she. <laughs> she didn't even from day one. She didn't even know she had this pressure on her back. <laughs> she, yeah, if you're a boy, forget it. Send her back. No, no, <laughs> no. We didn't know. We didn't find out. Um, you know, until she was born, we didn't. Uh, I didn't want to know because either way, you know, it would just would have been what was meant to be. And yeah. A big philosophy in my life is not to put too much pressure on any given thing, you know, just kind of let things fall where they fall and be receptive and positive about all of it as best you can. Yeah. And well, obviously it worked for you in the sense that you in even in all your freedom and and living life, you allowed for a space to receive this kind of love that you have now. And it just yeah. was like, would it feel like more just like a timing thing? Yeah. So I met Tim years prior and then we only started dating, uh, gosh, 2017. So that's 18, 19, 20. We were you know, serious for about three years. And I moved from New York to Boston. He's also a flight attendant. And uh, I chose to move to Boston because I have family in New Hampshire and could be closer to them as well. And, uh, yeah, he, he, he's a great guy. You know, mm-hmm. everybody loves Tim. He's kind, hardworking, caring, like it almost sounds boastful, but like he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and our, our lifestyles were pretty similar, traveling, caring for people, you know, just being kind of free and independent, but loving. Mm-hmm. And said one day I'm like, I had a couple glasses of wine and I'm like, I want a baby. He said, well, that's a big decision. Let's wait till (laughs) no wine. And uh, he kind of at one point was just like, all right, I guess like, let's see what happens. Well, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. We weren't trying. We weren't trying to prevent it either. Mm -hmm. And uh, just the pandemic happened. We moved in together and uh, spent a lot of time together. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is why I can't find a space for my child to go to daycare now is because <laughs> of all the pandemic babies that that were yeah. conceived. It's serious. It's a serious thing. Like there were a lot of kids that came out of that situation. Right. It's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations again. I think that's awesome. I was happy to see you um, blissful and in love and um not that you're never you're you're pretty much always blissful, but it just seemed from a different space, like a a glow of, you know, I didn't know if this was yeah. going to happen, but it did, and I welcomed it, and I'm better for it. It just seemed, um, yeah, pe- peeking yeah. into your life. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Cool. Um, yeah. When it came to uh, trying, though, I mean, I'm assuming that prior to your decision to actually say, yeah, a baby would be great in this situation. It seems like it took you a while because you weren't stopping it. You weren't, you know, really like doing anything extra for it to happen, but it did take a little bit. Right. Do you think that had to do with age at all? Um, I, I don't know. Cause I, I haven't had, like fertility problems that I'm mm-hmm. aware of or, uh, you know, block it, roadblock it, I guess, because I had never really tried. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I will say I, I had an abortion in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think conceiving, as far as I know, hasn't been a, a problem. And as age came, um, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I really, I, honestly, I feel like we were spending a lot of time together um, <laughs> and fate kind of intervened and said, all right, well, you want to spend time together? <laughs> we can spend time together forever <laughs> with this child. Aww. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think age, uh, I don't think it played a, any factor for, for my story. Well, how did you find out that you were pregnant? Honestly, I felt different in my body. Like, my breast kind of felt tender. And then that that was the main thing. And then I'm like, hmm. Oh no. That was the main thing I noticed. My breast felt tender and I said, I'm just gonna take a pregnancy test. Um, I don't think I was particularly late with my period. I'm usually around the same time every month, give or take a few days. I'm just gonna take one. So I took one and 
I was ready. I said, I'll take it tomorrow when we're both not working. So I woke up in the morning, took the test, and it was positive. I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. Um, and we sat down in bed and just kind of processed and said, oh, okay, I guess, I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Tim, Tim obviously was aware that this could happen, and we didn't. We ca- we didn't think it was going to happen because of our age. I was going to say uh, it's almost. It sounds like you weren't denying it, but you didn't right. really think it was going to happen. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We're like, I'm like, ah, I'm forty. I was forty two, forty one when I found out. Forty two when I delivered. Uh, was pregnant and gave birth to her. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, it's like. And he's uh, about 10 years, 13 years older than I am. So, like, one of our ends probably isn't working (laughs) to make this all happen, you know. Um, So we were kind of careless, not careless, but free about our time together. And uh, it happened. Mm -hmm. I, um, for me too, I think, you know, when I met my husband, it was so quick. I mean, it was, it was, it just, you yeah. know, you know, it was like, and cause I remember I saw you actually on a flight pregnant. Do you remember this? Really? Yeah. Cause I, re- I was pregnant in 2019. I remember you looking at me like, whoa, you're pregnant. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you That's asked right. me, this is just coming back to me. And you asked me like, how does that feel? Do you remember that? Oh, did I? Yeah. I don't. You, your face was like supportive be- bewilderment, like is the best way. Yeah. You were, it was just kind of like, because a lot of people, because it took me a while to show. So mm. I remember telling you, we were in the back of the aircraft. I, I remember it clear as day now. And you were, you looked at me and you're like, no way, man, really? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and I said, yeah. And she said, and you said, um, I can't even with your eyes like we're wide open. You're like, I can't even imagine a whole like human being <laughs> in there. And yeah. that's wild. That has to be wild. So for you now, that's so funny. what was that like? Those, those nine months of actually feeling that because you, even though you you may not remember that I'm here to remind mm. you that was, I saw <laughs> in your head it looked like spinning like what would that be like for me (laughs) what would that be like for me like what would I do if I was pregnant at this it just looked like you were thinking a lot of different things at the same time so Mm. what was that for you what was that like for you those nine months yeah um I'm not gonna lie I had a good pregnancy had a good pregnancy my main symptom, I mean, physical symptom was heartburn, uh, which I never have. I've had it twice before. Um, so I just kept those chewable kind of tums around <laughs> and that took care of business. Mm-hmm. I got sick, um, I think three or four times total, thankfully. And other than that, uh, yeah, the, the, um, and the spiritual part was amazing. I, uh, I just I was always curious, yeah, as, as, as our conversation can say, I was always curious about what that would feel like and how your body would respond. And, you know, do you know, like, are you talking to the baby inside of you? Or is it talking to you? Um, yeah, it was beautiful. I loved it. Do you remember the if first time younger, you felt her move? I would do it again. Would you say? Um, would you say? So I said if I, I said if I was younger, I'd do it again. Oh. I would have a bunch of kids, but that's it. We're one and done, and that's fine. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> traveling trio, I call us. Yes, and we're going to um, get to that, too, because I okay. love that aspect of your lives. So yeah. what, did you? do you remember the first time you felt her move? I, yeah, I do. Um, it was amazing, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. wow, this is, it's not just a little a fetus anymore that's just kind of a little blob. Like, it's, it's. There's a leg and a foot. She would kick on my ribs a lot, especially as it was time to go to sleep. So one of the things we would do is, or I would do, I would take a little um, Bluetooth speaker and every time I'd lay down to go to sleep, that's when she would start, you know, kicking the ribs and being active because I guess your belly stretches out a little bit. And Mm -hmm. 
she probably needed some space. So I'd lay on my side and I would put a calming classical playlist on and Mm -hmm. I'd put it by my belly and she would be kicking, 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 and then stop. And so I would sleep with the volume very low so I could barely hear it, but it was just right by my belly. Mm -hmm. I hope that's healthy. I hope I didn't Blu-ray her to (laughs) danger zone. (laughs) She's fine. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, and then she would just stop as I was playing the music and to pretty much sleep through the night. So when she was born, that's one of the things we would use during, if she would, you know, she would wake up multiple times in the middle of the night and whether I would have her or Tim would have her, we would play calming classical and just hold her and try to, you know, feed her whatever she needed and keep that calming classical going. And, and does uh, that, it still works? Like, does that work? Okay. Do you, the, do you think she recognizes mm. it? I think so. I mean, it's hard to say, you know, once they're born, it's like a whole different game. But I think for us and us thinking she would hear it (laughs) and it also calmed us down and and it gave us a little tie to before she was born to after she was born. Mm. Continuity there. Mm. Well, let me know what happens after uh, one. (laughs) If that's when the sleep regressions start, I think 18 months is a big one. So it's a big one. Yeah. yeah. You might want to hold on to that classical music trick and see <laughs> okay. if that works. Thank you. I will. Yeah. Yeah. What are you enjoying so far? Like what's any moments that stick out to you? Cause you know, for our friends who are thinking about having kids, um, there are many who listen to us who are trying to conceive and have had difficulties mm-hmm. and some who are just like you in the first, you know, year. So, mm-hmm. How how would you what is there anything that sticks out to you as a special moment so far that has kind of tied it all together as to ah oh, this is this is what I wanted when I said I wanted yeah it. um yeah so I had a vision board at one point years back and one of the images I had was of a man um, playing with these two kids, they're like, they have like, you know, paper hats on and they're marching around a living room and just having a good time playing. And and I look at Tim and he, he basically is doing that with our baby. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, and that's before, like, it didn't have to be on my vision board. It didn't have to be the father of my child. It was just being around kids and playing and having like, giving kids a happy childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so giving her a happy childhood, watching her laugh, watching her eat, watching her learn and process things. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's wonderful to see them put things together. You know, I remember the first time I gave her, we gave her like these blocks and she probably was like 60, probably Poppy's age. And you could tell she didn't really she was kind of getting into the colors, but it was more like the shape. It's just watching through her eyes, the discovery of things Yeah. that, oh, I can hold this and trying to hold it in one hand. And, and then the process of putting one on top of the other, which was so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it just seems like no, a no brainer to us that you, you yeah. put that together and just watching yeah. her enjoy them falling even was fun for her, you know? Totally. It's really, it's really, every little thing. Yeah. It's nice to see the world through their eyes. Yeah. Um, and, um, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I, uh, I, I taught yoga for a small, small few months. And, um, but part of my training and practice was about, uh, you know, being in the moment. That's what kids are, right? You're, they're always in the moment. Um, no distractions, right? Eliminating distractions. And that's what I see with puppies learning and all, all kids. They're just, they're natural yogis. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorite kind of um, things in yoga was that life is just a series of unlearning. So unlearning all of these things we, you know, get carried away with and, you know, these uh, constructs we have of what life is and should be in society and all these things. And they're just, they're these innocent creatures that are, ah, I could breathe. I can walk. I can, you know, they're just figuring everything out. But the basics of a human are 
are just being in the moment in kindness. Yeah, we do build a lot of constructs as we get older. That it's yeah. funny because um, I think I was in San Francisco before I took uh, maternity leave and ultimately didn't come back. And there was an adult yeah. playground. Have you seen this uh, before? Yeah. No, that sounds very California. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but it was in San Francisco and it's a full on adult playground. And the point yeah. of it, I think, was to reconnect with the aspect of our younger selves that has this, you know, free thinking, no inhibitions, no constructs, just go out and like play. So you had all yeah. these people, you know, from my hotel, I could tell it was like lunch break <laughs> that were going into this playground and like running wild on these, you know, adult size type of swings and, and, <laughs> and seesaws That's just hilarious. to reconnect with that yeah. part of yourself. And I think I one of the things that in motherhood, uh, especially in the stage that you're in, um, mm. is watching that human being just being present, like you said. Totally. Is there anything in your yeah. yoga practice that helped you throughout pregnancy or that you find is helping you in these months? Because you sound very balanced and um stable and in a in a good healthy space as a new mom yeah but i'm wondering you know i'm sure that there are some sleepless nights right and some fatigue you're you're working you're, you're oh, a working yeah. mom so has anything from that yoga practice helped you kind of find that balance in the hard times um breathing breathing is the biggest one um, you know, yeah, there have definitely been sleepless nights, but I will give, um, recommendations to sleep training, do it mm -hmm. for the love of God, sleep training, do it. Um, <laughs> uh, it makes all of us a lot happier, but yeah, there's stressful moments, you know, like I'm right at my, I'm thinking five steps ahead, getting out the door or doing X, Y, Z. And she's just like, Oh, what is this a sock? Is this let me, <laughs> let's talk to my bunny rabbit? Let's read a book. And I'm like, ah. And so I'm like, okay, nothing is that uh, time sensitive. Mm -hmm. You know, some things are, right? But in general, nothing is really that time sensitive that I can't stop, get down to take a breath, get down to eye level with her and kind of see where she's at. And talk to her and she she's receptive even if she's you know looking at her sock or wanting to read a book i say puppy okay we're gonna put your socks on now and you just get eye contact get right to her level i slow myself down and i tell her what we're doing she's very smart i tell her what we're doing and she's like okay mom you're talking to me got it you know getting both of us to slow down and sync up has been uh very helpful yeah. when trying to accomplish a task yeah but that's because you're not doing baby talk you know what i mean you're not no right. offense i mean baby talk has its moments and it's cute and there's i i get yeah. that but there is the aspect of i think in speaking to them as another human being that kind of prepares them for communication down the line because they don't have Agreed. the words to respond necessarily to you but that eye right. contact and getting down to their level from i've i've found that to be helpful with Korea as well because it just kind of prepares her for okay mommy's saying something important right now yep and i yeah. may have to like you know follow that or you know uh combine that with an action yep for her to kind of get an idea of what i'm saying but yeah. as the words are coming out now you can see that that definitely put, like laid a foundation for our communication which is good because i have uh similar to similarly to you and poppy what i do is um i've always told her breathe but i speak french uh, to her so yeah. i'm always like respire respire yeah. and, and still to this day like especially you know at the time i was doing it for me as well <laughs> you know and totally. for her but now i see it, she really responds to that. Does she? Yeah. She That's really good. Responds I'm going to that. incorporate that. Even if it's like in complete cry mode, I'll say, yeah. Carrie, 
respire, s'il te plaît, respire. And she goes, you know, like you see her kind of like yeah. calming down. Yeah. yeah. And she's still upset. That's but good. now it, it, at yeah. least it provides a space now. Like, tell me what's wrong. Show me what yeah. is, is something hurting you. What is it? But let's get down to a space where I can like get, I need to find out how to help you. And I can't do yeah. it through the, the tears. So it's, it's not, it's in a way it's honoring her crying and that she's yep. upset. So I'm not telling mm-hmm. her to stop, but just right. take a moment to breathe. Try to communicate yeah. and breathe. And that's good. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to start incorporating that again. Yeah. Um, I've now been using baby bell cheese. Oh, <laughs> You negotiate it. <laughs> well, that's that's like the one surefire thing. If she could be in mid meltdown and I bust out a little red baby bell cheese, she's like, oh my God, everything's fine. What's the problem? Why was I crying? Listen, this is Burritos, a no judgment a zone. Whatever <laughs> yes. helps you, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I um, Something else I was going to say. Um. Have there been any like huge changes so far to your lifestyle? I mean, because I know you, you being that you both are flat attendants, that must be, you know, a very uh, scheduled household in the sense of how it's going to run. Yeah. Right. Yes. Walk me through yeah. that. Um, well, first off, we... Um, downloaded an app with a calendar and grocery lists and list things on it that we can sync up, which has been immensely helpful. I recommend everybody get a co-digital calendar. Very helpful. It's called co-digital calendar? Um, ours is called Cozy, C-O-Z-I. Oh, yeah, I've heard of Cozy. Yeah, we're going to give them a shout out. Cozy. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, it's been great. So we did the little upgraded version and we... Um, we uh, got that going on. That's very helpful. Um, yeah. So every month we schedule our, our work schedules and, uh, primarily our schedules are, I work two day turns in a row. So I wake up one morning, I fly out and fly back. I might get to see her in the morning. I might get to see her at night. I might not get to see her at all. Um, sleep in my bed next to Tim and then wake up, do the same thing again. And then tag, he's it the next day. He goes out and back and out and back, and uh, and then I'm I'm home with her. So uh, and then people say, well, do you get time to even see each other? And we do, um, but that's that's our basic schedule. And then we had uh, swim lessons with her every Tuesday, so we would mostly both be home for that. And then any family events or things that come up, we uh, we hang out together on those days. And, um, yeah, so it's it's scheduled it's scheduled that way where we both work and the other one stays home with her, which actually on a bit of a side note is really good for Poppy as well as for us because she gets both parents pretty equally mm-hmm. and she's connected to both of us. She gets both parenting styles equally. Um but we also have like the same kind of routine with her where we you know, she wakes up, we have snacks, we feed, then we play, and then it's nap time. And uh, so we both have the same kind of outline of the day, but we both have our own, you know, personality. Right. She's getting uh, each parent <clears throat> separately, excuse me, like right. yeah. for that time, for that routine. So she's getting yeah. a routine, but there's a, the person that the, there's a, each of your personalities, you know, in that routine she's yeah. getting to get to know that's awesome i mean th- this is yeah. this is what's possible with the type of work that you're in too and your seniority yeah. because in everything in the aviation world especially uh on the above above the ground uh whether you're a flight attendant or a pilot is truly about seniority to get that type of scheduling so that you can totally you know design your life really exactly exactly so you know can you imagine what this would have been like 10 years ago no (laughs) absolutely not i saw a facebook post of mine um recently from just like 10 years ago i think it was and uh 
something along the lines of, uh, I just got back from visiting my sister and two nephews and they were both under five, I think. And I said, I'm never having kids. <laughs> Crazy, you know? No, I was definitely in a different headspace as was Tim. Um, yeah, all I wanted to do was travel, go to concerts, you know, party basically and just be free. Yeah. By um, the way, I don't yeah. know if Tim is, but Mary Beth is a huge Grateful Dead fan. No, Fish. Is it Fish? <laughs> Fishmore. Fishmore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love Grateful See, Dead too, but yeah. I remember this. Um, so <laughs> so it, when's her first concert or has she had this already? No, she hasn't yet. Um, there's one venue in Saratoga Springs, New York that I, that would be the one I'd bring her to. It's outside. Um, a lot of fans make their own kind of kid parent area. So it's way back from the stage. It's outside. And my friend who goes, she'll be at the show with me. She has two kids. Um, if my kid has a meltdown, then I'll just leave the show early and head back to their house. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I that's imagine that's it. with all the concerts that you've been to in your life, you used to just pass that section going, oh my God, who would bring their kids to a fish concert? <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, they would ruin the show for me. Like, God, I don't want to deal with... I don't want to deal with this. Now you're like, so let me just see where that area is, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did love the kids section, too. Like, if or if there's a kid in my, se you know, section during a show, like, I'd you'd give the mom or parents a little break for, like, a minute, play with the kid, oh. play with some glow sticks, and let the kid have a good time, you know, it's a lot i knew it's a lot for the parents so i always like trying to help out but then i could just be like hi i'm going to get a beer like you deal with your kids yeah well that the, was the best part the good karma that you've put out there for the other parents in your life that you've helped out will will come back to you it's gonna come back thank you um thank you <laughs> so when what's been your biggest takeaway you think from from your experience to parenthood now yeah that's that's the biggest takeaway that's a bit of a tough one but uh um set like hopefully your partner get i don't even know how to answer this right like get a partner hopefully find a partner that works for you like for for my perspective i want somebody who shares equal responsibility. I know a lot of times responsibility tends to fall on the mother. And I don't know if that's um, each individual person's expectations going into it as a parent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mom's like, oh, I'm the mom. I'll probably be doing most of the work. Um, and if you already have that set in your mind, it's probably going to be the trajectory. It's probably going to happen. Um, I guess it was a little bit of my perspective, but... I also wanted a partner, whether we had a baby or not, that shares things in our life equally, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like we both cook dinner, we both cook pretty much equal amount. Um, if I can't get to Poppy to, you know, get her when she wakes up from her nap, he go gets her when who's going to go grocery shopping today. It's either me or her. The other one will stay home with her, you know, sh share things equally if that's what you think you want. Um, and find a partner who's game for that, mm -hmm. you know? Well, I'm sure that helps and, That helps how your household runs and, and makes your journey into motherhood that much more fulfilling, right? To have partnership first. Because if you don't, I found, if you don't have that figured out before yeah. a child comes, that is not the yeah. time to figure out, oh, we don't have the same yeah. idea in terms of how this this house is going to run. Yeah. It's a exactly. rough time because you're you're trying to figure out who am I? How how does this fit in my skin now because it's not just yeah. about me. But it's still right. but I still and and what I see in you is that no it's not all about you, but you've been you for 40 something years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, I guess, yeah. A good point of um, this podcast that you're doing is I think um, a, a really beneficial thing to having a child in your forties is that 
A, you've probably done a lot of what you wanted to do. Obviously not everything, but you've, you've established who you are. You've, you've done more than you would have in your twenties or thirties, uh, on your own. Yeah. So, and then you, your, your child comes into your life and you're kind of established. Yeah. And so you kind of, you, you make room for each other. Mm -hmm. We make room for her, of course, she's our whole lives now. <laughs> and she comes into our life and it's, it feels less hectic than I imagine it would have in my twenties. Yeah. Thirties. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think so. Too. And our lifestyle helps. So. Yeah. Cause I, I do feel like, you know, and we, I've had this conversation with a couple other moms before here is that, you know, in the twenties and the thirties, there's that, I think I would have just been growing up with her. Therefore, yeah. And I, th I think I would have been more prone to just saying everything must be about Curry because she's the world now. But yeah, that, that and she is. I mean, like you just said, she she she's everything, right? Yeah, uh, Poppy's yeah. everything for you and for us here too. But there is that kind of I wouldn't say reluctance, but maybe just that recognition that I had a full life and a long time of living it. So yeah. how do we fit in each other's lives now? And, and where I, you're still my world, but let me show you what my world was like, what, what this world, I don't know if I'm saying yeah. it right, but like, yeah, it's, it, it's tricky. Cause I don't think, go ahead. Well, yeah, I kind of, I think I know, I, I know the energy you're trying to convey. I think, yeah. um, I feel like I have, a little bit clearer of a um, like expectation for her, you know, which is like very, very simple expectations. I want her to be a nice person, mm -hmm. have good manners. Like the things I've learned in, since becoming 40 or so, um, the things that are important is basically just Mr. Rogers stuff, yes. you know? Whereas I think if um, I had had her younger, I, I don't know. I mean, I still would have obviously wanted her the golden rule and Mr. Rogers be nice to everybody. But I, I don't know. I think I think I would have been more caught up in like just the day to day. And, you know, like, OK, we got to get your, you know, what is she going to eat? And I don't know. It, it, it feels I, I feel more at ease with myself being older mm -hmm. than I was when I was in my 20s, my lifestyle was very different as well. And I don't think I was as happy overall. Mm -hmm. um, so I think finding, yeah, finding your own kind of personal inner peace as best you can and bringing a child into that, that feels like what was meant to be for, for my life. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, it's all meant to be whatever happens, happens. Um, and I, I'm really happy to provide that for her you know you you mentioned something too that i thought was beautiful about um and what i i love uh, uh, about the what i know of your relationship is that you very much still honor each other as individuals yeah and because i think Absolutely. you saw something i saw something i think it was on facebook that you said i think i don't know if who was going out to the concert by themselves or with some friends i don't know if it was you or tim but mm -hmm. yeah, it's my, it, I, it just seemed really a nice ebb and flow of you did that before Poppy, yeah. you did that before me, go do that. And yeah. how does explain, like share a little bit more from your, from your own perspective of the importance of that in your relationship? Yeah. Um, it's huge, huge. Um, we, I, you know, okay. So before, for years, I've been going to concerts and traveling. Yeah. And Tim has been doing the exact same thing, but different concerts and a little different traveling. He's uh, used to surf all around the world. He's a surf bum and lived in Bali and Australia, um, you know, in his 20s and very, very free. And But those are the things that brought him into himself and that he loves. And there's no reason he still can't do it. And the same with me, there's really no reason I still can't not at the same uh, clip pace that I used to do it, but we can still do it. Um, and Tim actually brought up a really good question a few months back. He said, okay, what are the things that you would want to do, you know, 
in regards to like traveling or concerts. Where would you want to go together as a family? Where would you want to go on your own? And basically those are the things. And uh, this is a really great question because there are certain places that, you know, we're going to travel. She has lifetime benefits on JetBlue, by the way, our baby, Mm -hmm. um, which is so great. So we have a load of places we want to go all together as a family. And then on my own, I want to go, like, I want to go to concerts sometimes, you know? he does, Tim doesn't like the same things I do. And I feel fulfilled when I do it, you know? I feel happy. I feel joy. I can bring that back to Tim and Poppy. And I feel like, okay, I got my time in to just, like, fill my cup up again in a different way that, you know, being home with a baby doesn't fill. That fills up. up whole bunch of other cups mm-hmm. but I had I still have those my own cup that I need filling and same with Tim it, I need him to be happy I need him to like have his own spark and joy and then he you know that it, life gets dull day to day it gets monotonous and you feel like you know you feel like you're not living as bright of a life when you're just kind of living for someone else all the time, even if it is your beautiful baby. You can't live for anyone else all the time. You need to have your own, I I believe, you need to have your own energy brought to yourself to be better for yourself and everybody. Yeah. No, I think that's beautifully said. And it it radiates from you guys when I I see you. But to hear it from your lips, it just, I think um, it's a great reminder and if there's anything, yeah. if 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 anyone listening to this doesn't get anything else out of this conversation, that is such a gem. And because yeah. sometimes um, self this you know self care gets thrown around all the time, mm-hmm. like without any extra instructions of how to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm self-caring right now. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, I'm lighting a candle and taking a bath. You're like, okay, that might be your jam. That might be your thing, but it could be something else. And I think that, too, you said um, that was really, really um, deep was when you mentioned about what made him, what made, brought him into himself were all these things. And that is why he's who you love today. Yeah. So then that should continue because that's at the core of who he is and vice versa for you. And, you know, something someone said, um, I think it was the last episode I was speaking to someone and they said, um, yeah, it was Kim. Shout out to Kim DeVito again, uh, DeVito Young. She said, you know, she has given up that whole self-care means doing something that, I used to do all the time back in the day. Maybe I can do mm. it for an hour. Maybe maybe it was for a full day, right. but I don't need to do it the whole day. Maybe it could be an hour of that. It could be 30 minutes of that. Right. I'm still reconnecting to a piece of me. You do know what I'm saying? That's yes. important. But it may not be yep. in the same vein, in the same way that I used to do it. But that doesn't mean that totally. it's not important still. And I thought that was because... I used to get really stressed out if I didn't have that hour. I, really, for me, by the time I get there and put the baby to sleep, I mean, it's like two hours block of time for me to yeah. go to yoga, to take get a cup of tea by myself, you know, all that stuff. And it was like, well, you have an hour and a half, though. What are you going to do with that yeah. hour and a half? Make the most of the time you have as opposed exactly. to lamenting for more. Um, because it just gets more complicated. Trust me, as any mom can tell you, any parent, the, when they really start walking and talking and the progression, you know, and then they just become more people, you know, more little people, Mm -hmm. they have more activities and things that they want to do that Mm -hmm. you see a little bit of your schedule just kind of changing. It's like, Oh, this is all the poppy's time. This is all the poppy. So it's important you know, I hope that helps you too, is that, you know, even if you yeah. don't get to do that whole big long trip, that right. find a day trip, you know, find a, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally, totally. And we have, 
kind of like my perspective is if you can like it, it I can't <laughs> part of the benefit of our jobs is we can actually schedule full days like for ourselves sort of, mm-hmm. you know, while the other one might maybe takes care of her. Um, but then, yeah, like you're saying, you know, we've talked about, okay, we, we want to take her camping or like hiking. So we, you know, try to have a full day where we both love hiking in the woods and take her along. Um, and, but yeah, if you can only get, you know, a half an hour to sit there and drink your coffee with nobody pulling on your leg or you see like 10,000 things to do around the house, stop it. Just drink your coffee Mm -hmm. and that stuff can wait. Yeah. Just making time for yourself to, to be still or to, you know, or do your exercise or whatever, whatever your priority is. Fill your cup. Yeah. Refill your cup. Fill your cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Filling your cup. It's very, it's very, very important. You know, yeah. um, you think it's important when it's just you already, right? Because there are people yeah. who are single yeah. and no kids and they're like, I got to find time for self-care. It That just gets yeah. more complicated when you add, you know, a whole new set of feet that you made. Cute, <laughs> Shout cute. out to Ali Wong. I think she has the cra- <laughs> the coolest joke where she's oh, like, yeah. she's like, I'm growing feet. It's <laughs> I'm but making a what foot. Are you doing, what guy? are you doing? It's true. It's yeah. It's wild. Um, that's what I would tell Tim when I was pregnant too. And I'm like, yeah, I could put a little pressure off myself. I'm making a nervous system, right now. <laughs> I'm making a nervous system. Yeah. When you put it in that, and when you think about it in that way, you're like, yeah, this is amazing ah. what I'm doing right now. It is. It is. It's kind of what I was asking you in that back alley, I guess is kind of like, yeah, you're making a nervous system, like a person. What? Who's going to be thinking totally separate from you? Will have their own personality, their own life, and all you're doing is basically depositing some tools in their emotional and mental toolkits that hopefully they'll be able to use in the way that they wish and is beneficial to their own lives and. Right? That's all you can hope for. It's the best and craziest job ever, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I would absolutely say that. And I'm still early in this, so it's, uh, it it gets a little little crazier every day. And uh, a perspective, a friend of mine said she has twins and they're two and a half years old now. And she said, you know, everybody's like, oh my gosh, how do you do it with twins? And her analogy was that it's akin to training for a marathon that's a really Hmm. good perspective because they start small right like you know Mm -hmm. and here you go and then every day and every month it gets a little bit bigger and more involved challenging involved yeah that's cool yeah so you kind of train that's what i think having a kid is too you train each other you know they don't come out like walking you know you kind of you get step by step together and you learn you learn each other is there any moment in this journey so far that you've ever felt worried or scared about something hmm. i mean the state of humanity <laughs> if oh. you want to get broad yeah. uh, i could be a little um yeah a little unsettling um because you do have that unique perspective Overall. of raising a child in a space and time where it's very different than even yeah. three, four-year-olds right we were now. Kids. Yeah, forget when we were kids. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> but three to four-year-old kids remember mm. what people looked like not wearing masks. And yeah. yours and mine came in a space where, you know, the world was a, l- a little different. It has All those yeah, eyes up. Yeah. They're going to be great at reading people's eyes and emotions and voices right yeah 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 was that was that difficult for you did you feel isolated at any point um do you like during the pandemic or yeah I I was pregnant during the height of the pandemic um yeah and so I had just moved up to Boston too so I didn't really know a lot of people um I met a few other moms through uh, a local moms group on Facebook 
And uh, I was like, all right, does anybody want to go for a socially distanced masked walk? <laughs> and yeah, I am. Um, I'm still friends with one of the other new mothers as well, uh, who I who, who took me up on that walk offer. And we've been buddies ever since. So, um, yeah, I didn't I felt isolated, but at the same time, I had a lot of time off work and I was I'm a bit of a homebody, too, when I'm not traveling and going all over. So I had time to nest, get the place in order, and just kind of take care of myself and not have to be rushed. Um, yeah. So I honestly, I feel like really happy with my journey of pregnancy and motherhood so far. And yeah, it's crazy. And meltdowns happen and exhaustion happens. And trying to walk with her on the playground so she doesn't fall down the steps can be a little exhausting. Um you know, especially at 40. I think when you you do that in your 20s and 30s, your body's a little more uh, pliable. But uh, yeah, and not to say that there's me in shape. not to say that there's got to be like stressors, but I also want to to provide a real. yeah a very uh, transparent view of the first year of you know of mm-hmm. of getting to know your child, getting to you know postpartum getting back to your body and you know the healing Mm. process of having just Mm. pushed a human being out into the world you know um and on top of of societal you know and environmental um stressors um yeah but i think I think it's also about perspective, which is what I'm getting from you too, is that it's not that those things don't exist. It's I'm, I wanted to point them out for anyone listening to, yeah. so that they don't think it's all this Zen, but absolutely I, not. Yeah. I think it's, it's, I think what you're showing is that it's a perspective that you mm-hmm. can adopt, um, which is to breathe, to mm-hmm. focus on the, the joyful aspect of waking up and, and realizing that you're at a place in your, your life journey that maybe you didn't think you were going to be in, but just enjoying that and going, yeah, I'm I'm living in the moment as you, as you've said, and that there might be some real benefits to, 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 to approaching motherhood from that lens of, why not? I'm here. And why don't I, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm present and, or get, maybe that's what you've learned from Poppy and I, you can tell me what you've learned mm. from her, but it seems like she's definitely reminding you to live in the moment, even though you've done it before. Cause it, it's, that's a sense. Yeah. I know that of you, but if anyone's listening to you, I think they can agree. It sounds like you've, you have always done that, but is there, is that something that she's kind of reminding you? Yes, big time, big time. I mean, nobody always lives in the moment, right? I mean, it's impossible. That's what Zen master yogis are still trying to figure right. out. Um, you know, that's just, that, that's a challenge, we'll say. Um, yeah, she has taught me to be as in the moment as possible and just get down to her level as often as you can and talk, talk to her like an adult, not like an adult, but talk at her level no baby not too much baby talk and uh yeah she's taught me to care for her you know and not just throw her around to this activity and that activity and like listen to what she kind of wants too you know Mm -hmm. she's not gonna get everything she wants but yeah yeah she's taught me to slow down Mm. and I would say also having a good partner, kind of what you were talking about before, um, a good supportive partner is has been essential, essential for my my kind of zen attitude. <laughs> like if it was just me on my own, I'd be a fucking mess, <laughs> you know, <laughs> mess. Um, um, good good partner. What would you so for twenty for twenty year old Mary Beth? talk to her what would you say to her about what 40 is going to be like what 40 is going to be like um you will 20 year old mary beth you will 
be more tired. Who knew? Your back is probably going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're essentially going to be the same. Just, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, not like real big philosophy on that, but just, just be cool. Just go with the flow and be kind. Find somebody who respects you. Well, you're going to find someone in that sense. You, if you're telling the 20 year old, 20, 20 year old uh, yeah. Mary Beth, that you found someone who respects you. I mean, I, I don't know yeah. if, if your world would have opened up to the partner that you have now back then, but something along the, right. something along these last 20 years has made you in the place that you has, has put you in the place that you are now. You wouldn't be who you are now if you didn't go through all those right. years. So I guess essentially when yeah. I'm asking, when I'm asking for you to, to would the 20 year old Mary Beth, let me ask this in a different way. Would the 20 okay. year old Mary Beth imagine okay. that this would be her life at 40? Yeah, I'd say yes. I'd say yes. I know uh, probably a common answer would be no. Like, oh my God, no. Um, yeah, I've always stayed very open to anything that happens. That's kind of like what I was saying earlier. So, well, yeah, I'd like to have a kid, um, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I was, I've always been very vague. I've never had a set trajectory in my life of how I want it to go and what I want it to look like. So. Yeah, man. Like I could have, I could have had this going on. I could have still been traveling the world. I could have been like a palm reader or something. And mm. you, you know what I mean? Like I've never, no one, no one has ever seen me and been like, I understand her. I've always been a little <laughs> bit of a <laughs> an enigma wrapped in bacon. Bacon. Um, <laughs> you know yeah. like I think it, people have a hard time putting a stamp on me and I do too I just kind of well I think that's the thing a, is a just floater. you've lit I think maybe it's the the best thing is to not put stamps on you and and in that way yeah. you truly just enjoy the moments as they come that's what it feels like yeah but I'm getting on a plane tonight and uh going to New York and I'm gonna go see fish tomorrow for two days and I'm so excited and Tim's gonna stay home and take care of the baby Oh, like, okay, of course that's what a new mom is doing. New Mary Beth is a new mom is doing. Like, of course she's doing that. <laughs> no, but yeah. It's uh, not surprising. No, n knowing you, no, not surprising. But I think you're, you, you, uh, this chat is just, I think, reminding that, reminding us that your life doesn't have to completely change. Yes, it's change having a, a child. But yeah you you can you are the architect yeah of yeah, your life it's a good way sense. to frame this yeah. yeah so so don't be afraid to go for what you want and have in your life what you what you desire in spite of these changes with children it, it sounds because you still right yes. does that make sense that's 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 a perfect uh encapsulation i think because you know, if you do want a child, but you're afraid your whole life is going to be completely changed. Um, just like Tim, he's, you know, his life did change a lot. You know, like anytime he wasn't working, he'd be on a plane, traveling, going to see concerts, friends, travel, surf. Um, and that's not happening with as much frequency. Mm -hmm. But I think now that she's getting older, we're allowing ourselves time to go do the things that we that we love. And your life doesn't have to completely, completely change. Um, and bring the kid, you know, like if you're going to go somewhere, okay, we're going to go to the beach. He's going to surf. I'll watch Poppy on the beach or we'll go, you know, grab a snack somewhere. Like go and do it or go away for a couple days. Go, go and like have fun, you know, go just bring the kid or just, just go. bring the kid or find somebody who can, help you keep your life and meld it with your, with your new little nugget. Thank you for the reminders. Thank you. Um, I needed thank to hear that today. So thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Love you, Victoria. Love you too. Great chat. Am I right? What I love is how 
It's still evolving, they're still adjusting, but they've found a way to maintain at the core who they are and have found a space they can invite their child to get to know them within the framework that they've created for themselves and now as a unit. I love that. Tune in next week for a new episode. I'll be talking to some stay-at-home moms, so if you're curious as to what that life is like, we'll have that for you. And it's a two-part series, so tune in and don't forget to follow and subscribe. See you next week. Take care of yourselves and each other.